Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, hey, new people. I know there's new people listening to this. Uh, if you don't know who this is, you're about to find out. My name is Marquise. I'm with my host, who I just saw. We took some very, very cute pictures. Antonio, they're Antonio, cute. they're pretty cute. Yeah. We got more pictures with the dog. Anyway, Antonio, say it to the people. Good morning, everyone. And we also got someone else. Um, he has a brand um, that takes from people. Anyway, Jose, say hey. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, what's good, everybody? <laughs> so, Plasma, well, I uh, appreciate y'all for having me on. You know, super long time listener. I listen to just about every episode, <laughs> so appreciate y'all. Appreciate listening. Um, but so we brought him and we playing this for a while. Uh, we're going to talk about baseball, a subject that I've been trying to avoid uh, for some time because it brings yeah. me heartbreak and disappointment. I mean, you know, sometimes people get what they deserve for cheating. Anyway, uh, so we got <laughs> <laughs> we got our hmm? what? Hey, what I, 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 heard a, I heard a couple episodes ago, Anthony uh, or Antonio uh, addressed the, the cheating thing. And you're like, you're like, yeah, Antonio knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was about a couple of different things. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, caught, I, I caught that. Yeah, that that wow that he said that was a genuine like wow. But to be fair, that episode he was attacking me and my, my character. I could tell that the character. I could I could tell that the video format had to be hilarious compared to just the audio that I heard. There was a uh, pause it was, in it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Uh. So. Uh, I don't know. Is any baseball stuff happen? Oh yeah, the World Series happened. Um, where uh, you had listen. Go ahead. No. I, I, <laughs> you had a you had a you had a team from Houston that won again. Um, and you know, shout out to Dusty Baker. First of all, shout out to Dusty Boy Baker. Boy uh, you, you know, <laughs> but you know, whatever. So anyway, um, Jose, um, <clears throat> give me your. What did you think about the World Series this year? Um, overall, pretty entertaining. Uh, I love to see the the underdog aspect come from the Philly. Well, they're not so much the underdog. Like the media was kind of like uh, kind of categorizing them as an underdog because it came just as a wild card team. They barely made uh, playoffs. Maybe in the last, um, I would have to say, like the last two or three games of the season, they were able to clinch a spot. So. Underdogs in that aspect, but overall, I feel like they've always had a strong team. Um, if you look at the actual roster, there's a lot of guys that hadn't been producing. So to see them there, um, I think what kind of carried them was the overall energy. Um, and then on Houston's side, uh, you know, they were, were kind of like lights out all season. Um, super strong bullpen. And so overall, it was a good matchup. It was, it was a very strong team versus a team that, a lot of people knew had the potential, um, but what kind of drove them there was energy. So it was a good matchup. I didn't think it was going to bl- be a blowout at all. I thought it was going to go seven games, though. So the fact that it ended at six, I mean, it wasn't much of a surprise because Houston at home is already pretty strong. Um, but, yeah, overall, it's uh, probably one of the most entertaining World Series I've seen in the, in the last, like, five, six years, I'd say. You think Bryce Harper has? <clears throat> I don't want to say pay for it, but like, are there? Like, do you think he's? Do you think he's worth the hype? Do you think he's worth the price of admission? Because he's been Bryce Harper has been like, 
I guess, picked as that guy for a very long time. This is kind of, for a lot of people, surprisingly, this is, like, his his coming out party. Like, this is like, oh, yeah, he's actually really, yeah. like, you know, because Mike Trout doesn't have that. Unfortunately, Mike Trout is probably the best player in baseball. How do you, how do you, what are your thoughts on uh, Harper? Harper, overall, I feel like I've always been a fan of his um, just because I feel like he, he, he earlier on in his career, he was a lot of what Dovey was missing in terms of, like, overall energy, like, just showing true passion for the game and attract more of the younger crowd, and I feel like that's what the sport was lacking. Although he's definitely calmed down since joining the Phillies, um, his earlier numbers from when he first came into the league showed like true potential and that he could be consistent. And you know those dwindled for a couple of years, but being in a new city, new city like Philly, I definitely think he deserves every penny he's getting. Um, I think he's a once in a franchise type player. Um, he's awesome defensively you know we all you see the super massive swing and the and the power he puts into the ball but um and you know that's where a lot of excitement is but if you look at defensive numbers like he's pretty good as well he didn't get a shot that that much this year because of injury um but still like one of the most one of the most like all-around complete players you can have so i i definitely think for that team and that city um, you know, he signed a big contract, and I think that was a good move, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool when superstar players sign long-term massive deals. Um, hopefully other teams and players will do that. I'm pretty uh, sure he's going to sign a massive deal with somebody. Who's that? So, Anthony, oh, uh, are you talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, what were your thoughts on the World Series? Um, no, it was fun. Um, I definitely thought I was gonna go seven, like as well. Um, it kind of felt like it felt. I don't know if it went like this, but it felt like either it was it was either gonna be like a pitching duel or like a like a pitching meltdown, like each game. It was like, all right, who's gonna like erupt yeah. in either like a positive or negative way, and um, it was like interesting to see because like it wasn't. It wasn't always the same person, or not in the same way. So the Astro, the Astro bullpen was like super, super strong. Um, they they threw the same like three or four guys out there like night after night, and uh, you know they didn't show any signs of fatigue. So I think like the bullpen really does make make an impact come World Series time. So actually, going to ask you that question. So like we talk a lot about like team building, and we had an episode of a few. Uh, few years ago we talked about like building you know a football team and yada 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 so for like a baseball team like you know is that in your opinion is that where the bulk of the investment needs to go in pitching because come world series time like i mean as you're saying like that they're pretty much doing it for houston yeah and i think the phillies are a great example of that a team that has extremely good offensive numbers um still struggling to get the job done because um, the pitching was just terrible. Uh, no lockdown, no lockdown bullpen. Uh, starters were shaky. Um, the the couple wins that they did have, one of them was a blowout, but the other one they had to fight back. They, you know, they were down uh, by a lot in yeah. that first game, and they had to climb back into it. So, um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's much of like a uh, franchise building type thing where you need to, um, grow the bullpen over several years. Normally, most of your bullpen transactions come at the uh at the trade deadline. Normally, around the trade deadline every year, 
Um, that's when teams that know that they're looking, you know, they, they might make the playoffs. They're normally going to go out there and, and sign those uh, or trade for those uh, bullpen guys. Love that about baseball. I mean, you see it in basketball too, but I, <laughs> we, we talk about it on here all the time, man. I like when teams make that move. Um, as Anthony quoted, uh, blow it up. Um, I like when teams just are are okay with, you know, saying this isn't working. Or, you know what? We're going for I mean, we've seen it with the 49ers in football when they trade for, like, CMC. Like, we need that extra piece to take us over the edge and try and beat Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so, moving forward. I was going to say, before oh. that, though, like you said, you're talking about the blow it up thing, right? Um, so, like, you don't really see teams that just one blow it up sort of, you know what I mean? But the Astros, they didn't do that, but they kind of shocked maybe people that don't follow it as often because uh, they fired, like, their assistant general manager and whatnot. And, um, yeah. and, their, and their general manager, right? Um, yeah. Like, do you think that's going to affect them, like, going forward? Like, do you think that was a decision made, like, <clears throat> maybe during the season, like, near the end of the season because of how it went? Are you saying, like, um, do you think that them blowing it up by getting rid of those two positions. Uh, yeah. Well, like I don't believe going forward. I don't think so because the Houston Astros they actually have one of the strongest farm systems. Um, mm, their minor sure. leagues is <laughs> their their minor leagues is uh, one of the strongest. So uh, it's them, the White Sox, and uh, normally Dodgers are pretty up there. But I I don't you know. Um, Dusty's a great manager, um, and I don't know who their energy is, but I do know that they were good. they're they're going to be good for years to come. I mean, look at that shortstop that just won MVP. It's like you know, mm-hmm. a young kid. He, he didn't even seem like the World Series energy like phased him at all. He's going out there putting great numbers. So, uh, no, I don't think it would have phased him. Yeah, and he just went back to the DR, right? And there's like a video of him going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said they're going to be good for years to come. Well, that's not what I wanted to hear. And uh, that was Jose from Wiseman, guys. You, know, <laughs> you come on this show to pander to me. No, um, but I was going to ask, I mean, going right along with that. So you kind of you kind of answered it for Houston. Um, but for the Phillies, like, where, where do they go from here? Like, is this, do you think this was like, you know, just a one-time deal? Or is this the start of something that, like, they're going to be a true contender? So they, I, I don't know how many years into it right now for Bryce uh, on his contract, but I know he signed like a thirteen-year deal. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think offensively they're going anywhere. Um, I do think that they need to, here in the offseason, sign um, not a not an ace type pitcher, but maybe go out and get like your number three or four starter, like some solid guys that keep the ERA around a low four, maybe a high three point um, I think that's all they need. Just, just get you like a couple more starters. I, I think it'll be good because they're as bad as they're getting beat in some of those games. Their bullpen is the one that held it down. There's a starting pitching that was like giving up a, a lot of runs early on. So, um, I, I think the Phillies, you know, they made wild card spot this year. I think they got the energy to be back in the playoffs next year and in a better position than just you know the last couple games securing that spot. Anyone but the Mets, I guess. Sorry, Christian. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight. 
<laughs> that, uh, well, that's what happens on here. Um, <laughs> do you think, because uh, we talked about the cheating allegations, uh, yeah. you know. Allegations? Okay. Do you think them winning this uh, world title kind of, like, built, like, uh, validates them, like, validates the other, the other championship as well, or? I think... It makes people feel more at ease that we're super anti them. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's not get it twisted. Like that happened was that it was that 2019 or 2018. I don't remember. I think, I think it was um, 2018. Let me make sure I'm fact checked here. It was against the uh, Dodgers, right? 2017. Yeah. You're right. <clears throat> so the. Um, so yeah, I don't. If you look since then, they had made the playoffs like constantly. Um, they they kept making playoff runs, and they were even back in the World Series in twenty nineteen, and uh, and they took that seven games with the Nationals. So you know, if you love baseball, then you know that you know they had to be somewhat of a strong team to keep going to the playoffs and, and make a World Series run. But I think the World Series does you know make people that may not pay that much attention to the sport feel like they're somewhat deserving of a title. Yeah. And also like, uh, I think maybe more in baseball, but cheating is kind of like part of the sport, unfortunately. But like, Oh yeah. 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 It's, it, it's, it's definitely like in there. You definitely try to find like, which like whatever competitive edge you can, it's... but you know, I, I was anti what they were doing as well because it was so extreme. But mm-hmm. don't like it's funny because players were stealing signs from second base from the catcher for so long, but then all of a sudden technology comes into it. It's like, hey, <laughs> cut it out! Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's like no, wait, y'all, y'all remember <laughs> yeah. the Apple Watch stuff is crazy though. I bet. I'm, out of the whole situation that happened, I feel so bad for Carlos Beltran because, you know, the Mets fans, they always get their hearts played with. And uh, Beltran was going to be a manager over there. And, you know, my dad was enjoying it, my brother. And he doesn't even get to start his first year yet. And they already, like, changed managers. Like, like they got rid of him. So I feel bad for him on that sense. But yeah. Do you? Now, okay, you just brought up something. Do you think Boston has a coaching issue? Just the whole city. I'm sorry. We'll talk about another episode. We brought him back. We brought Alex back. I was about to say, if anything, Boston's had some really good coaching. Especially no, for, uh, you know. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talking about the Belichick, though? Um, <laughs> I have one a day. Uh, <laughs> that was a rough watch, though. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm about to crash the whip on purpose because I cannot no. do it. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. We still record hey, the show. That, uh, what, were y'all just, what were y'all saying? I think it was on the last episode or the one before that. Y'all were talking about, uh, what's his name? Uh, you're talking about zapping. You're yeah, like, yeah, uh, zap, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I th- uh, Marquis said something about, like, um, or what's the court from, uh, from Dallas? From da- oh, Prescott, Dak. No, no, the backup. Oh, oh uh, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, you got to talking about how marketable their names were and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. 
great. I mean, you got a name like Rush. I, I, I know I'm turning into like an old man because I see like a good name. Like I saw there was some lineman. His name was like Steel. I think he played for Dallas. I was like, that's a great name. I told Beck, I was like, he's a lineman. He's like 350 pounds. Oh yeah, his name is uh, Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele, and he's like a big. Like he's like six six three fifty. I'm like, perfect yeah, name. No, that's like a Pino name. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lux's son. Oh my! <laughs> Everyone that got that. <laughs> you know what you want but anywho <laughs> um geez i got off track so i mean and going right along so okay we talked about philly we talked about um houston and whatnot <clears throat> um and like in our notes here we have we have like parody and mlb and that's one of the cool things about about baseball because it wouldn't have been unfair it wouldn't have been that high of a take to be like all right i think the astros are gonna at least be in the world series you can even say they're gonna be they're going to win. Like, that's not like a really hot take, but to say that the Phillies, that might've been eh, maybe a lukewarm. It, I don't know. Like I, you, you just, I, I was, I'm going to say there probably wasn't a lot of like the casual fan wasn't really picking the Phillies to go all the way. Um, but that's Ooh. kind of the great thing about baseball. Like if you actually right now, who's going to be playing in the world series next year, I, I, I genuinely don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I, um, but yeah, just cut that out, closer. Uh, but like, if you were asking that same question about basketball and football, I could, I mean, I could give you a pretty solid answer. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some variance, but typically speaking, like, you know, surprise, surprise, you look up in like Kansas City or you know, last year it was the Rams. Like, we pretty much it was a foregone conclusion that they would at least be like right there at the end. Baseball, there's more parity. Um, wh- one, why do you think that is? And two, um, I mean, is that part of the reason that you enjoy, like, I guess the the, the actual league itself? Um, I just think it's, you know, there's always a saying, it's like, uh, I don't know if you ever, like, uh, like within Twitter or, like, just friends that might be baseball fans, if you're watching it around a, a, a crowd or group of people that might not be too familiar with the game, you know, a team could go down seven um, zero first inning, and I've been at. I went to Dodger Stadium a few years ago. They're playing the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks were up like fourteen zero in the in the first inning. Dodgers ended up coming back and winning at the end of the game, like sixteen four. It's just like it's some, one of the most unpredictable sports. Um, uh, well, that's a hot take. I don't even know that, but I would say it's, it is an unpredictable sport. Um, you can come back at. It. You can come back at any time. Um, I just think you don't like even with rookies. Like no one thought that this the kid shortstop from Houston um, was gonna do put up the numbers that he would and hold down that spot. So I think it's just a lot of uncertainty in the sport. Um, I feel like a lot of guys can turn it on and off. The game, the season is so long. Um, yeah. So a lot of guys, a lot of guys will start off the season uh, somewhat cold, and then they might get hot in the middle, and then towards the last like three month or two to three months of the season, they cool off. But then if they make playoffs, they'll turn it up in the playoffs. So like you see it all the time. And something my dad loves to bring up, he always says like Hispanic players tend to not perform in March and April because it's so cold and they're not used to it. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it, it, it is far really to realize my dad has won several fantasy baseball leagues. Like, uh, it just, you know, it's just, uh, there's definitely a long season, 167 games. Um, it, you can't stay hot for that long. Even when you're hot for a little bit, you might go like 20 games, uh, putting up decent numbers, and then you cool down for a little bit. So, that plays a lot into teams making um, the playoffs or not. And I, I like what MLB did this year with expanding the playoffs. Um, so they opened it up to allow, uh, you know, more of a, a wild card team. And then no one thought the Phillies were going to make it. Everyone in that division was looking at the Mets or the Braves. And, um, and so to see that happen, just like it makes you like appreciate the new format so much more. So I think there's just a lot of like, um, I guess a lot of like cars, like you don't really know what each team has at hand. Like mm-hmm. some of these teams, it, it all comes down to the playoffs in a sense. If you just make it to the playoffs, I really feel like anything can happen. Like, exactly. you know, that, yeah. Um, so like, I, I feel like <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you too, like a lot of us, we'd like to see other teams get to a big spot you know what i mean like um like in in basketball uh when it was the suns and the the bucks you know um it's just like teams teams that you're like all right it's it's cool to see this team on that stage like is that something you enjoy as well like seeing the rays up there or seeing um i mean i know you talked about seeing the phillies uh, up there but like even like the royals when they went or or the Guardians. They weren't named the Guardians then, but <laughs> yeah, no, so um, that, that is uh that's facts. Like I do even with this World Series, like looking at it, I wanted the Guardians to win the, the AL side. It was either the Guardians or uh or Seattle. Like I just wanted to see someone that barely make the, made it in, has some potential, could really like set a um set set a tone for their city. Um when the Dodgers got knocked out. I was rooting for the Phillies because I, I, if you were paying attention to them as they're going into the World Series and even that first round, like their energy was high. The stadium, if you're looking at like watching the game, like fans are into it, like it's Game Seven of the World Series. So I love. Sometimes I, sometimes <laughs> I, I root too strong for like an underdog story. I'm like wanting both teams to be some underdogs and. <laughs> yeah. But no. yeah, I agree. I, I'm with y'all. I um. I was, I, I mean, like, but going back to it, like, I always talk about the Cubs winning the World Series. Uh, was it 2016? Um, like, that was one of the coolest moments. I mean, to see, like, I mean, yeah. how long, how long were the Cubs a, like, just kind of like a joke? Like, you know, oh, we're yeah. going to win. Da, 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 da. I, I, I was hoping Seattle was going to, like, pull something out because that, that just would have been cool. And I think deep down, I hope that one day my football team will feel that joy one day. Yeah. That's what I felt about uh that's how I felt about Dusty being there. You know, they brought up the in game during uh one of the games, either game five or game six, they brought up like most uh games without a World Series win, and I think he was the number one manager um in that. So that was pretty cool to see that for him, uh for Dusty Baker. But you know, number two on that list was Buck Showalter, which is the manager for the Mets, so Okay. <laughs> we, got, you gotta get a ring on it. We go see. They just brought in <clears throat> today, right? For a visit. 
Uh, so. Yeah, so I saw that they were talking to Verlander and stuff. That's another topic that you could either get into now or like preseason, but pitchers going into their 40s are lasting a lot longer these days than in the past. Normally, once a pitcher was hitting like 34, 35, it's like, yo, hang the cleats up. But now we <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you see it in football. I mean, it's that like I mean, because <clears throat> I mean, they're they're essentially kind of obviously throwing a ball very far. But like, you know, I used to like hear players like, oh, they're he said they're thirty four. Oh, he's at the end of his career, and it's like, oh yeah, this guy's forty. He's forty one. Like, <laughs> and it's I mean, I'm sitting here watching like my favorite quarterback Pat Mahomes just sling a ball downfield. I'm going to be watching him for another twenty years probably, or you know, like maybe I don't know. Like, it's 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 nothing. Um. We're just so for dumb people, me, um, we hear like people talk about guys like Justin Verlander and like Clayton Kershaw um, yeah. out of the blue. Uh, where, where would you rank those guys on your list like all time? All time pitchers? Yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah. I know this is out there. I'm, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit. <clears throat> I'll put you on the spot. Uh, you can I do a generation like if you want to. Okay, I was about to say, I feel like the same. You can do generation. Yeah, you can do generation. If we're looking at, like, I definitely have Verlander ranked above Kershaw. Um, oh, okay. I, I know that Kershaw uh, was an elite pitcher for a long time um, and is really good, but he's had, like, a long injury history. He hasn't played as many full seasons as Verlander. Um,. And I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure if you look at the stat difference just in playoffs between the two, I think Verlander has earned um, the rings a, a little bit more. Um, so if I'm looking at, we'd say top 10, I would say like Verlander would be in my top 10 of like my lifetime, and Kershaw would definitely fall out of that 10. Okay, so Dodgers fans, you just heard a uh, fellow Dodger fan, <laughs> yeah. Jose, uh, and that's what we call a setup. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure any uh, any Dodger fan would be like, at one point, if Kershaw was taking the mound in the playoff game, it was like, yeah, that was like a thing. Yeah, that was yeah. like a, that was like a real like, uh, yeah, For, no. Yeah. I, mm. No, you know, well, everything happens for a reason, I guess. Uh, so let's talk about uh, let's talk. We're talking about good players. Let's talk about MVPs for a second. Um, hey, before we get too deep into this, can we talk about the one series MVP? Yeah, go ahead. It shouldn't have been him. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Hot take alert. Well, I wasn't ready for that. So, why? Why is why is that? Just because I feel like you know we and I get it the. The field, the position players play every day. So I, I understand that they contribute more, but I feel like we don't give pitchers enough credit. Like, uh, I believe, I, I don't see many pitchers get World Series MVPs. Um, and Framber Valdez of the Astros was like super lights out. He controlled two games like by himself. And if a guy can get you like, can get you two wins like that <clears throat> out of six games I, and be so elite like he was? I don't know. I you feel like... Or for the pitchers, though? Because like you said, like... Yeah, games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Games, six, 
Like, I, I mean, we talk about it again with football, like non quarterbacks winning MVP. <clears throat> like, we just want to see it. Um, and yeah, that, that's not to say that, uh, uh, the sh- what's, what's brothers? Sega? Yeah, yeah, Pena. Yeah. 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 And it's not to say that his, you know, he wasn't even in the toss of it, but he definitely put a good notice for the World Series, but it wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't as impactful to me as what Valdez did for Houston. I can agree with that. Also, I mean, shout out to MVP Go Woodpeckers uh, from a Woodpecker. Um, <coughs> shout shout out to Gabe. Um, but no, yeah. yeah I, I, I look agree. at the Vegas odds because now I do this to make fun of mm. Marquise. Oh, that make that who Marquise does not look at Vegas odds, by the way. Yeah, because you got it all up here. You already got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Keep telling yourself that. Yeah, we're gonna have a <laughs> next episode. It's gonna be an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> we have does uh, second behind Benya. Um for, <clears throat> for MVP odds, and then uh, Bragman behind him. Yo, so. Valdez was so like nasty during the World Series. If you just watch like his pitch locations and like pitches being caught, he was so clean that he was messing with the other team by like fake. I don't know. Saw all the stuff on him like constantly touching his hair, touching his hat, touching areas on his face. Yeah, and he, he was purposely doing it so like for the other team to feel some type of way like, oh, he's cheating type stuff like. It's just like, I don't know, it's just like very smart. from And the, and the guy doesn't even look like he can throw 80. He's up there throwing like 97, 100. I love that about baseball. And just sports in general, like like the gamesmanship, like the little sort of stuff like that. I Like, okay, I look, oh man, it's, it's the best. Like, just also, to. I, I'm a big fan of like athletes that don't look like athletes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, yes, 1000% <laughs> yes. Shout out to CC Sabathia. Oh, <laughs> like they they like, just uh, doing it based off a of skill and you know a technique. You know what I mean? Every time, every time I hear that, like the athletes that don't look like athletes, in my head I just see Tom Brady running his like what was that sixty or forty yard dash in the NFL for the the, wait, the combine. <laughs> yeah. I think about Paul Pierce a lot. I think about, like, yeah. I think about Jerome Bennis. <laughs> they call yeah. the man the bus. <laughs> like, like that was his nickname, the bus. <laughs> no oh, man. Uh, but okay. Of, uh, we, we, yeah, we can get back into the MVP Speaking of ath- speaking of athletes that look like, you know, they were sculpted in a in a, a, a Roman or a Greek museum. Talk about MVPs. MVPs. You know, talking about let's talk about Aaron uh, Judge. <laughs> 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 hey yo, I was like, hey yo. This man's like, he looks like Adonis. Like, relax, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand Anthony. He's all we got. Uh, I I like you too, Rizzo. Anyway, um, how do you, do you feel, so, okay, okay, so give me your thoughts on MVPs. Are you okay with Aaron Judge winning it? Should have been Otani. Give me your thoughts on the NL MVP and just the structure of it. Uh, Yeah, floor is yours. Now, MVP uh, for the season compared to, like, Hall of Fame voting, I'm a lot more comfortable with. Like, I feel like for the most part, any time they select the season winner, it like, makes sense. And I think they were just so close with Otani and Judge. Honestly, like, either way it went, you know, 
it would have like I, I would have been comfortable. You can't really argue it too much. It's like, yeah, Otani is doing this hitting and and pitching, but we can't also neglect the fact that Judge put up the numbers that he put. So I think there's no real argument there. If you really love the game of baseball, you just really love the fact that you got this guy that you know, can keep his ERA in the twos to high ones and get strikeouts and also hits home runs and steal, steals bases. And then you can also appreciate this, like, wh- whatever this guy is, this man-child. <laughs> nah, <laughs> this guy that I, just blasts, like, 60-some home runs. Is, you, you can appreciate both of it. I, I know I'm doing a lot of the Aaron Jackson's, but a, I, I really do like a, Otani. He's a genetic freak. This man, yeah. See, every, everything Anthony says is a backhanded <laughs> compliment in some way, shape, or form. The emphasis he puts on certain words, and he just skates. And I won't sit by and let the. I'm gonna become. A, I'm gonna become an Anthony. Uh, what I like to say is that he was made in, in a Dominican lab. Jesus, I mean, like, because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't. He's adopted. We don't know where he came from. You know what I'm oh Anthony's thoughts like, on Aaron Judge do not reflect the close second podcast thoughts. Like, hey, yo, hey, they, they gotta resign him though because he's the closest thing to Jeter. I thought you were gonna say a different word, but yeah, that too. They're both uh, biracial. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, uh, all right. Shout, shout out to Sanderson. Hey, they're gonna make him a captain. <laughs> like, we can pay you as well, but we give you a little. We give you the captain. Like, no, come on. All jokes aside, like I really do think that he um, is like a Yankee. Like, I just don't see him playing anywhere else but Boston. What you said? <laughs> I, I try really, really hard not to cuss on this. Yeah. <laughs> but this what, what team? Here. What team you think he could go to out of like the suitors that he has? Which is what, like the Dodgers, the Mets, Boston. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of uh, rumors of the Giants lately. Um, yeah, Giants. Yep, I forgot. Um, which one do you think he would make like the biggest impact? Like, would be the most devastating. If traded to another team, I feel like the biggest impact would be the Yankees. But if it has to be a trade or or uh, you know a team signing him, then yeah, uh, biggest impact out of the teams you mentioned. Yeah, out of the teams that like you know the people are looking at him. Which would, I mean, besides, I guess it's kind of besides the Mets, who else besides the Mets? Was well, Mets, Boston, uh, Mets, Boston, Giants. Giants. I thought the Dodgers were serious about him. That's what, I, that's I think the biggest impact is the Giants because they're in need of a face. Like, um, you know, Dodgers going to win with or without him. That's going to be win without him. Uh, even Boston pretty strong. So I think the biggest impact, like, um, could bring a lot to a team, not for just the fans, but like the team in general, I think it's it would be San Francisco just because they're uh, they're in need of that. Yeah, you should go to San Francisco because like you know he is those he's that ball into the water and it's gonna hit the water <laughs> with so much force it's gonna like tidal waves are gonna go on he might trigger some he shouldn't do that that's not I can I can see it already goes to the Giants breaks Barry Bonds record 
All old heads head say he played the game the right way. <laughs> he played it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could see him going to the uh, Giants because it's in San Francisco. Yeah. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. Please. Like a McCaffrey type thing? No, no. I'll tell you after I record it. No, no. You gotta stop. Um, um, Jesus. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Otani. Um, do you like stop for maybe to talk? So, so that team, speaking of MVPs. You have Otani, right? Who is, you know, MVP contender. He's going to win it one one of these years. And you have Trout, who is like, would you say he's the best player in baseball? It's like pound for yeah. pound, or um, um, I think that's arguable now. Um, you think you know, it's he arguable? doesn't? If you look at his games played, he doesn't play full seasons anymore like he used to. He doesn't even really steal bases like he used to. So I think it's definitely something you could look at. You know. Um. And 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 not to not to not to totally get away, but another thing is like so, we say like in basketball, right? So if you get a, you know, if you take take your pick of a top five player or former MVP, right? You put Curry on, pick a team. I don't know, Indiana. Like that the team Hornets. is a playoff team. Yeah, the Hornets, right? Like that team is like a playoff team, probably. If you put like yeah. you know this guy or that guy, uh, but baseball you don't really see that, right? With MVPs, like you have to. I mean, I, I guess that's been the thing against like. Trout. My question is, will that team with two MVP-ish players like be successful? Like, is the MVP? Does it really take you over the top to have like, you know, the top of the top, right? Like you said, you the San Francisco needs a face. Um, do, do you think we're gonna ever see that with uh the Angels of Anaheim? Did I say that right? So mm-hmm. yeah, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. One of the weirdest marketing things. Uh, Favorite stadium <laughs> in baseball. But uh, yeah, the, you just threw me off with that. I was like, hold on, they're my least favorite stadium. But <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little joke. But uh, with that team, I, I definitely think uh, they'd be a playoff contender if Anthony Rendon can just. I, I know it's so cliche to be like, if he's healthy, da da da, but. He was, at one point, a top five player in the league at third base. And I feel like over the last couple of years, he's either not performing uh, as such or he's injured. So um, they also need pitching there. So I don't think bringing Judge to the Angels, in a sense, would um, really change that team. I think they have hitting there. Uh, they just they need... They need more pitching, and uh, they they normally can't even uh, most most teams operate on a five man rotation. Um, I don't think they even have more than three. Normally they have they'll have their three starters, and their other two guys will just they'll try to get through those games with bullpens. So they'll have a guy throw three innings, another guy throw like you know two or three. Um, so all in all, they need pitching. I don't I don't think he changes that team a bit. That's good to know. That makes me rest easy. I do want Mike Trout to have his moment in the in the sun, and I do want Otani. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I agree. Going back to the parody thing, like, I mean, we can sit here and joke all day about like teams and teams we don't like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, I think you know, if you're if you're like the best or top, you know, up there, like, I want to see you do that on the biggest stage. <clears throat> I mean, because 
you can only talk about like he's really good in the regular season. For most people, they need to be able to look on their TV in like late October and see some guy, you know, smack a ball yeah. or throw a, you know, whatever. Um, you know that team's super talented for sure. Um, I think Ani, uh, you gotta hopefully the other time you can go to a game where Ani plays and just see like brings the people out. Like normally those are the most bad games when he's pitching. Um, and uh, and Trout is it's just he's he's such a uh, quiet player that you don't really see much um, about him. But when he's on, he's on. So. Definitely a, a team to watch out for if they can make some good offseason. Shoot, they already got a Tyler Anderson from the Dodgers, which is uh, one of the better bullpen guys. So they're already making moves in the right direction. Can I ask you, speaking of like just Scout being a quiet player, let me ask uh, CEO Jose something real quick. How do you feel about the marketing of him? Because obviously we've seen the marketing of Otani. Like he is everywhere. He is on video game covers and like people know who he is. But if you showed a picture of Trout to – I mean, even people that even kind of loosely follow sports, they may not be able to identify him. Do you think that is on him, the MLB? Do you, and uh, I guess the bigger question is, does Major League Baseball do a good question of do do a do a, do a good um, job of marketing their players the way like other leagues do? I would definitely say like you just made me realize like Trout's not really marketed that way because. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, most people don't even, you know, the Eagles are winning a lot of games right now, Philly, and you always see Trout at the Eagles again, so that might be the only outside marketing that people outside the sport might know him as, but I don't, I think you're right, I, I don't think he's marketed that well. I don't know if he cares. Yeah, so. I mean, he may not care, but I do think, like, the team should care, in a way, like, because... Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, like you talk about, like you you've talked about, um, you know, when you play games and stuff, like how you go to the games and it's just like a weird vibe and stuff like that. But yeah, you have yeah. like a top guy on your team. You know, say what you want about any other team or sport or whatever. If you have like one of those guys, even if your team is bad, you're you're gonna go just to see. I've I've gone to Hornets games, Shari Clawson, just to see. Like I want to see Lamelo play, even though that team is not that great like i just want to see the good player play um and you even see them on like you know he said com commercials and serials and all this stuff but not really him i would say, I would say so and i also think a lot has to do with the teams um how do you say the, the team's uh performance they're not really doing anything like you know they, they had a little streak there at the beginning of the season uh last year but other than that, you know, Bryce Harper was kind of in the same boat. Like, he shows a lot of passion and stuff when he plays, so he's normally uh, talked about a little bit more. But um, no one was really checking for Bryce Harper the last two or three years. Like, even though he's still putting up decent numbers, you know, he comes into the, the playoffs this year, and you're just realizing, like, wow, how good of a player this guy is. I think that's all it needs is, like, some play pushes. And, um... I think he's back in that. You know, we also got a lot of players these days that just like it, it's easy to get his name buried because you got people like Aaron Judge, just like you know, you got this massive guy hitting home runs. You got Otani, he's playing both sides, both sides of the ball. Like it's just a, a lot of uh, talent skill. Like you know, you know, with the sports bringing out with like Fernando Tatis, Tim Anderson, these guys that um, 
Yeah, just played a lot of passion. Yeah. Not Anthony. only that, like, all right, this is, I'm coming at this from like a weird angle, but like, <clears throat> all those dudes look cool or they're like attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they draw people in. Yeah. And uh-huh. like Mike Trout doesn't really, you know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't do that for people a yeah. lot. You know, so he he kind of looks like a guy. Um, a good, <laughs> I follow him on Instagram because a yeah. podcast I used to listen to would like just be angry about how he isn't like he he doesn't have a personality. So if you go to his Instagram, it's just pictures of his kid. That's it. It's ads. And then pictures of his kid and his wife. He's like a wife guy. But you know, that could be a marketing thing though, right? Like we saw yeah. like we we like look look at Russell Wilson, right? Ooh, I love my wife. I love my <laughs> wife. Anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> Chance rolls up on us. Uh, but like, but even in that sense, yeah, yeah. like, can you imagine? <laughs> I can't show my face in Chicago. Um but like even, you know, even if he's not like out here, you know, jump out of airplane or do something cool, like being like you know, a, I think especially among baseball, right? Being like a blue collar guy, and you know, he puts his, you know, he puts his pants on one leg at a time, like the rest of us. You know, like I think they could market him like that. Uh, there would be. I think what you're seeing is like a turn of the ages, and he's kind of stuck in between two, two uh, paradigms of of baseball. You got the older way of playing, of like unwritten rules and. You know the the uh, what a lot of the older folks would enjoy, and then you got the new coming of age where it's cool to show passion and it's cool to, um, you know, be hype after a home run kind of thing, and uh, yeah, that's that's starting to become more marketable. And I think he's just stuck in the middle of that. Trout, you know, has been in the league for some time now, and uh, that that might have something to do with it too. So what you're saying is he's the J Cole of baseball. Got you. Okay. <sighs> That's what I was saying. We just we heard it here first. Mike Trout, J. Cole, same person. Um maybe. Shows up the spring training with Drez. Like, hey, yo, yo, yo. I, this is not what we were talking about. Start <laughs> <laughs> speaking Spanish. Like, what what is going on? You got the taper fade. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'd be talking about him <laughs> he would 100% be on the cover of one of our episodes yeah. um, so give me your I mean real quickly you don't you don't have to you don't have to give me the exact you know give me you know yeah we're gonna make we're gonna tie you to this because we're gonna bring you back who next year is winning the MVPs who which player is winning MVP next year and you got you gotta stick by this and if you're wrong you're legally obligated to, I don't know. Like, I'm going to say, as someone that I lie a lot on this podcast, you, you don't got to stick by it. No, 100% got to stick by it. <laughs> it's legally binding. But now, go ahead. Uh, Who's winning MVP next year in uh, NL and AL? Who would win? Mm, there's a lot of moves going on right now in the offseason, too. You can give me, you, you know, even if you don't want to give me like a one for one player, you can give me like two candidates apiece for both leagues. You can, you can expand a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll go easy on you. It's your first time. There's so many good players. Uh, I'm going to start to like LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start lying like him on here. That one. Oh, which which <laughs> one? Green <laughs> look upside down. Oh, <laughs> All of them. All of them. Uh, I wouldn't. Mm, I know he hasn't won any MVPs yet, but he's always like in the talks of it. And I know there's a chance that he might be signing with a new team, so I can't really even say if he'd be AL or NL right now. But I want to see. Um, I think Trey Turner has a oh, ability yeah. to be a MVP candidate. He not only plays great defense, but he also has a lot of speed, puts up high batting average. Um, not high home runs, but normally uh, middle range. Probably, uh, I think, like, he's like a high teens to low 20s in home runs. So, it's normally average. Um, but if I'm uh, thinking AL, if y'all, do y'all got any opinions? Well, I'm, I'm going to look up the teams real quick. I just need to look at the no, teams. I'm going to wait for all this dust to settle on all these moves because things are going crazy right now. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, honestly, I think it could be Otani. I I think this is like Otani. I started to say something wild, but I I don't I don't think I don't think this I don't think this season was just a one off. Personally, I I think we I think I mean, even if no, I think Otani's legit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see, and I can see one of those things too. Okay, let's say let's say like his pitching isn't at the level it was this year. I still think you could, I mean, what's stopping him from just having a ridiculous batting season or vice versa? Um, while, while we're talking about this real quick on Otani, um, he's, he's, he's a unicorn, right? Like, there's not, and I think, like, there's not really another Otani. Uh, I, and I think that kind of was, that's kind of what goes into him, me picking him to win MVP, because literally, I think he's going to be doing something that no one else is going to be doing. And at some point, that has to be kind of at least acknowledged. Yeah, I, I I can agree with you. I think I I had Otani for this year. I thought he was going to get it over Judge, but uh, I would say in AL, my two picks would probably be Otani and Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, that Toronto team is that that Toronto team is really young. Uh, they made playoffs this year, and I think they will definitely be back next year. Um, NL, I would have to say, uh, either let's say Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, I don't really have a second. I would, I would say Ronald Acuna Jr. and I got Philly winning World Series, and I'm gonna have to go with Bryce Harper there. Ooh, okay. Uh, if um if Phil does win the World Series and Bryce Harper uh, wins MVP, you got to come on here. We're, we're gonna interview <laughs> yeah. again. You got Philly cheesecake <laughs> on mic the whole time, just smacking and all. Just yeah, uh-huh. I told you guys. Uh-huh. Um. So, and Anthony, I mean, we're kind of already doing the, the 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 rapid fire questions. Anthony, you gotta you want you want you want some heat? Yeah. All right. So, um, you're. Yeah, see, you're you're a your brand. You got you have a brand, and I imagine you look at this stuff a lot. Who has the best colors in baseball? Retro or current? 
Current. Current. Let me go back to my list of teams. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, man, I haven't thought of this. What pow. No, I definitely. Uh, so me and my wife, Ashley, we uh, we we're we go to MLB like new stadiums every year, and um, uh, we're trying to do all the stadiums. Uh, we're at like number fifteen now, fifteen or sixteen, and uh, every time we come home from that uh, game, we'll rank them among the the other stadiums we've been to, and one of the things is like jersey uh coordination and uh we also like judge overall fan base and food and stuff like that so um we have you know i got some knowledge of the ones we've been to but i'd say one of i'm personally a fan of the rockies colors of colorado Mm -hmm. um i just like the purple black and white i think it's uh i can't i don't i don't think i've seen that in football I mean the the uh, what the Baltimore Ravens have that, Ravens. Um, but uh, I don't know any of the teams. But I love the the Colorado Rockies. Um, they stand out to me the most. Um, oh man, I love the maybe like a, a I love the Chicago White Sox, especially their um, they did a specific jersey for. Uh, what what do they call that when uh the the teams do like a, it's a city, uh, no yeah uh, yeah like a city jersey city jersey yeah it was like the south side look out of all the sports baseball is terrible I love how the NBA does it I even love some <laughs> of the NFL ones but you know like the baseball like oh we're gonna design a crazy jersey for the team is like one of the worst but Chicago White Sox city jersey I still want to own one. That's also my favorite AL team if I had to choose one. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the Padres colors because I was gonna um, say that. Yeah, because my favorite color is yellow, and I feel like you can't really get yellow to work too well sometimes. Um yeah. and Padres Padres for me would be in a classic feel like uh definitely that Phillies like that retro like blue with burgundy. Um but San Diego would be so in there too. Good. With the uh, uh, San Diego like golden brown combo that they got, like I like how they got that. I'm gonna say something controversial that Anthony's not gonna agree with. I like the Mets colors. Anthony, wait, oh, it's just, it's just, no. I like. So yeah. I, I I grew up a huge <laughs> Mets fan, and uh, I didn't bandwagon until the Dodgers started got out here. So this is the open bandwagon thing, you know. Uh, but you admit it. We we respect that. My my dad was a Mets fan uh, growing up, and just, you know, um, that was the team. But we, I really didn't go to many games until I moved out here, and then I was going to Dodger games all the time, and I was like, you know what? Time for a change. But I will say that the Mets fans' colors are one of the hardest colors to put fits together with. Um, you know, it's just, it just really doesn't go in much. The colors are nice, but it's just like... See? Thank you. But it's, they're nice because... Like specifically, there's one jersey in particular. It's the the black jersey they wear. I think it's like a black jersey with like the orange lettering. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. you make you make things black. Like they, they look cool. Like the colors. <laughs> but even the, even the black ones starting to get to like a retro age. Like now it's a thing for Mets fans. It's like all oh, the black jerseys are out today. You know, like it's yeah. like it's not a thing like that. Um. 
All right, when you wear a baseball jersey, uh, <clears throat> open or buttoned up? Oh, we didn't talk to you. So, you know, I believe half is so if I was full, definitely we're going four buttons down, taco me out, a couple <laughs> chains dangling. You know? Do you wear a shirt under it? Do you wear like a, or do you like yeah. nothing? No, nah, for me, for me, I'm going the Under Armour shirt under it. I was, uh, I was called out because I don't wear a shirt under mine. Nor when I wear a football jersey, don't wear a shirt under it. It don't, it don't make you itchy? Like the, the stitching nah, on the nah, other I'm side? Built, I'm built different. Also, also, I got eczema, so it don't really matter that much. <laughs> yeah. I got like a, we're good. Now you got to wear it with yeah. the wife beater. Can we, can we say that? <laughs> I, I guess. Bleep that I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't, I don't know. We're fine. No, but the, uh, Another uh, discussion in, in that same realm would be like socks up, socks down. I've always been a sock up kind of guy. Yeah, I feel the socks up thing too, but I, I, I did extensive research and more most people are like socks down and I don't really yeah. get it. I don't know. Well, at a young age, the pants aren't really that cool. They got this little hem at the, hem at the bottom, so it doesn't really look cool to put it all the way down. That's why you wear them up. But then when you start getting to like some high schools and in colleges and professionals, they got like the nice fitting ones that overlap over the cleats. Nice, you, you know, it look, yeah. looks a little more doper, but I think that might be why. I feel like if you have the socks in your team, you have to wear the socks up. I feel like you have to show the socks all the time. I don't know the rule, <laughs> but that's just how it has to go. Uh, you know how, uh, you know how the manager dresses uh, in uniform, right? Yeah. Like, which manager you think? <laughs> which manager you think could go out there? Like, let's say, like uh, Aaron Judge got hurt, and so, so Cashman got to go out there. <laughs> uh, that, this is, I mean, name wise, is I don't know off the top of my head, but I you know just looking at uh, looking at managers. They uh, there's a lot of young managers in the league right now. I know uh, one of those guys I could say would be Craig Council from Milwaukee. I could see him going out there. Um, but I knew what was the uh, the manager. There's a lot of ex players right now that are managers. Yeah, which is one 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 was uh, with the Phillies like two years ago, and I forgot his name. But yeah, I'd say Craig Council. I I just always thought that was so cool. Like somebody's like, "Hey, when did you get a dinger? Go out there." <laughs> just, you, you imagine like a football player doing that. Like I think Mike yeah. Vrabel could do it. Mike Vrabel definitely could go out there. Uh, Dan Campbell, but like Bill Belichick. Yeah. No. done. We need you to run. I need you to just run it right up the gut. HP draw. <laughs> You got this. Bro, hey, moment, moment of silence next game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so when I was growing up, they would say that um, uh, baseball players dress like Bammer. Do you think that's still like a like a thing? Like that? Oh, uh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, Bammers are like, it's like a 
it's like a Maryland Virginia thing. Um, this is a guy I used to talk to about baseball a lot, but basically, like baseball players don't really got drip. They don't Facts. really got. <laughs> I've talked about this before so we just had a release recently with some high school kids or whatever and like we had to go through uh, we had to put together like a uh, God, like all the words of it escape my head but you put together like this mock basically uh, before a shoot takes place to kind of like envision what the shoot is going to look like so uh the the theme of it was uh player walkouts through the tunnels uh as they're about to take uh go into the locker room and get changed or whatever and going through different sports photos obviously it's a thing you'll have actual instagram profiles for nba players like um that that just track what players are wearing during days of yeah. games and yeah. if you go look at emma photo they're trying so hard to do the same thing but it just don't hit any or close. So you got guys in like V-necks with jeans. And it's just, it's just, it, so that, that's all true. I just feel like, I don't know why that is. Um, but you will you will catch a, you know, every now and again, someone dripping. But it's, yeah. it's definitely not a thing. Well, at least they get, at least they weigh their chains, like. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Almost every player now too, like it's not just like a demographic thing. Like you almost everyone in the league is some type of chain. Yeah. They tried I mean, to bring that to baseball and then they started snatching chains and they started oh, sorry, not baseball, football. You, yeah. I, it, it's wild to wear a chain and play football. It is they should let basketball players do it. <laughs> and who's a, who's a famous uh the famous chain snatcher from years ago? It was a defensive player, I believe, from the Broncos. It was, uh, it was somebody snatched. It was Akeem Talib and oh. Michael Crabtree. Tree. Yeah, and I might give you that chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pretty much put like the that that pretty much ended that whole era. And it was like, all right, people are gonna start wearing their chains. And it was like, nah, I ain't getting my chain snatched like that. <laughs> Then you become a meme when you're on Twitter, RIP Twitter, and like it's just like a whole, it's like a whole thing. Uh, yeah. So, question for you. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So, you get called up. The Dodgers call you up tomorrow. All right, and they're like, they're like, listen, listen. listen. You gonna, you got, if you can hit, if you can hit three pitches from Kershaw, right? We'll give you. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll give you ten million dollars, but if you don't hit the three pitches, you got to give up Glizzy's forever. You hitting them pitches? I might have a pinch hitter, and then Christian gonna come hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't. Uh, that was like one of my struggles. I'd say uh, in college was I, I just typical catcher couldn't really hit that good, so. I mean, I can hit fastballs, but you throw anything off speed, and it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Um, terrified of that. This is this is yeah, a joke the, I had going. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I would definitely be having to give up glizzies in that situation, especially Clayton. He has a nasty twelve to six curveball. Like, nah, bro. I'm, I'm I might actually fall on one of the pitches. <laughs> like. <laughs> Nah, you can't fall. <laughs> get up, Jose, get up! <laughs> the camera. So if you went yeah. out there 
like right now, this is like a joke between all of us. Um, and like you had to pitch what what's the what's the top speed you hitting? Seventy two. Feel like that's realistic. I feel like it's realistic <laughs> because there's some people out here that think they touch an eighty or higher that that, that have not I, that have probably not touched a baseball in literal decades. I mean, we're in our 30s now, and I know for a fact (laughs) I know for a fact that people haven't touched baseballs in a very long time, but they're talking about they touch an 80. I'm sorry. I think that's wild. What you said, Jose, I think it's fair. I do that weird thing where when we go to these stadiums and they got the little pitch radars, you know, I might stretch a little bit beforehand (laughs) and see what I can get. The one guy got signed. Like the that one dude was that well, I think it was yeah. the A's or whatever. So who knows? Yeah. I'll make a Disney movie about you. <laughs> he was wise beyond his years. Uh, <laughs> so you talk, we're talking about like, you know, teams, jerseys, yada, yada, yada. So you if you could design a jersey for any team, all right, wise mind, you know, gets a collab with any team, um, what team would it be and what are some of the things that you would try to incorporate? You're just trying to have me give up give up recipes here. I mean, not the recipe. Well, maybe not. Maybe not you incorporate, but like, what team would it be? All right. I mean, I don't, I don't want. I don't want no. You know, I'm not subtweeting nobody. But I mean, yeah. normally, normally those collabs only hit when it's from like the actual state, and you know, North Carolina really don't have that. But if we were to like, if we were to just do a, uh, I wouldn't want to collab with like a a legendary team. Like someone that like the Yankees, you know, there's a reason why their jerseys are so classic or or the Dodgers. Mm. I was about to make a joke and say uh, the Rangers because the red, white, blue, but. (laughs) Yeah, so he's a good guy. Good value. Uh, Or. I'll give you another out. Or who's all listening to this? Anyone from the Woodpeckers? What's good? What's I, mean, like, no. <laughs> I don't know. What's up? I got to take a guy. But I, I'd say uh, probably Miami. Um, oh yeah, why is that? I think my, Miami is in a a marketing stage of really trying to reinvent themselves. Um, from everything from they change their logo up every couple of years. Colors are always all over the place. They rebuilt a whole new stadium. People didn't like certain things within the stadium and taking that out of the stadium. I just feel like they'd be more open to changing up a look. And uh, what I would, what we could do for them, I think it would have to go deeper than just like embroidery and stuff. I think um, what's classic about jerseys? Huh? So you taking the fish out? Yeah, it's I was going to ask you about that. It's, <laughs> just, it's just the sail and the, and the nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think changing the overall color of the jersey, but uh, maybe even some cut and sew, like multi-panel, the, like maybe the recolor sleeves to where it's a different fabric different um color and texture and then the mid chest to back piece be a whole nother kind of something that blends well and doesn't look too crazy um but honestly the the biggest like 
uh, opportunity, I feel like, is in pants. Because you always see uh, jersey change-ups and stuff, but the pants are always, like, typically the same stuff. So I feel like doing some something crazy, like wording down the legs type of thing or, or across the front of some pants, like, that's probably what I would do. Something simple up top with, with uh, different fabrics and different color tones and then on the on the on the pants just go crazy with it they do what you do marquise to rock them i mean marquise loves like wild he, pants. he normally would make me take out the the back part of the pants yeah, i mean well I, it's not like you're gonna see him so <laughs> he wants the back of it and board it why is mine dropping the like affliction jeans? Got rhinestones all down the back. He's like, no, and you spell Poppy P A P. Will's Poppy. That's the name. But uh, so speaking of speaking of lively colors, World Baseball Classic is coming up, right? Are you excited yeah. about that? Um, are you rooting for? Super excited. Know, um, do you what? I guess. Because we're going to, not this episode, um, we're probably going to talk about the World Cup here. Soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get political, guys. But uh, anywho. Sports watching. We're going to learn you something. Yeah, but... we're going to sport. I watched I watch a documentary. Ooh, I've been watching so many. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so the World Baseball Classic. Uh, do you think, how like, what, what impact do you think this has on baseball? Do you, I mean, obviously, I would say it's, it's, it's a good thing. Um. And can you can you tell us a little bit about it? Like major league players do play in it, right? For the, for the yeah, yeah. Um, and for how, many, how many countries? I don't know how many countries. It's like a preliminary kind of thing that um, they they separate them into pools. So there's like pool A, B, C, and D, and then there's like preliminary rounds to even get into those pools. Um, okay. But like first off, I, you know, if my dad's listening, you know, I, I bandwagon away from the Mets, but, you know, it's, I'm never bandwagon against Puerto Rico. So it's still Puerto Rico <laughs> over the United States. They got us at 16, uh, 16 out of 20 this year. We qualified. And uh, so the significance of the WBC, I feel like it's like it gets you excited for the MLB season. In a sense, it's almost, it's almost just exciting. It's like a, it's like, the MLB season is Warzone, and uh, the WBC is Rebirth. It's like, you know, nice, exciting win, like, short inversion. It's like, oh, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Um, but I I went to the WBC World Championship, uh, Puerto Rico versus United States, uh, back when uh, the last time they had it. Yeah, the energy in the stadium was crazy. It's like, it's not even, it's in L.A., and it's not even a home team kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, for the United States, it technically is, but it's the first time I've seen people in the stands with, like, full instruments, man. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm not even lying, like, like trumpets and, like, all kinds of stuff, like, in the stand. And it's, like, it's just so live and, like, so energetic. I've been to a playoff game before. It was a wild card game years ago versus Diamondbacks and the, the Dodgers. And even that game wasn't as that's a playoff game. One, you know, it's a one and done situation. Wasn't even as hype as the WBC. Um, I feel like the WBC does a lot for the countries that play in it. Um, I feel like it helps a lot of those players get seen. Um, 
feel like it's and, getting bigger. I feel like yeah, honestly, it, more people are noticing it. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't. It uh, you know, it it happens. What every is it two or four years? Uh, uh, I think it's four, but COVID messed it up years. a little bit. Yeah, yeah four years. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's gaining traction, and uh, I really enjoy it. I, I'm kind of. You said how it might impact MLB. Like I feel like it'll. It's like a, a two sided thing. I feel like it takes away from spring training. You're into. Because it does on during spring training, um, so if you're into like going to those games and stuff, then it affects that. However, as an average viewer, you're probably not paying that much attention to spring training, anyways. So, <laughs> so I, I feel like it only would affect MLB in terms of spring training ticket sales in, in that aspect. But overall, for the sport, I think it's great for baseball. I think it's it's. It's great for um, for the overall marketing of some of these players. Because, you know, you might have this guy that is not even that good on his team in the MLB, but he goes and plays for Italy, and he's, like, tearing it up. He's on, like, the national stage on TV and stuff, and he's now making more of a, a face for himself. Yeah, they have some wild, the wild teams on here, man. Uh, Czech, Czech Republic, Australia, um, Netherlands. Israel, you know what I'm saying? So that's like a that's a big showcase of of, of talent. For, I mean, yeah. for a farm. Yeah, and we're seeing this with every like sport, right? Like trying to make each sport more international, you know. And I think we're I think teams. I mean, baseball. I want to say baseball's they've been ahead of the curve. <clears throat> um, I would say, um, at least when you're talking about like basketball and football here in the United States, of baseball quite literally goes out and gets international players and honestly makes them into like, you know, stars. Right. Um, and you can, you can argue that I'm a, I'm a loose sucker out of it, but you can um, argue that like ba- basketball and even football now are trying to play catch up um, because not only from, like you said, from like a talent standpoint, like, you know, if a player is good, they're good. It doesn't matter where they come from. You should get them on your team, but also from a marketing standpoint, Right. So now, I mean, imagine imagine if you're a team and you have broadcasting rights to like Korea or Australia or China or pick a country, you know, that that is beneficial in two ways. Um, so I like to see yeah. you saw you're seeing uh, this summer you had like the basketball World Cup, essentially. Um, and like they're trying to grow these big things. I, I Listen, I don't I don't get that. that, that out of it. Go ahead. They used to be big. No basketball wasn't like i remember being a kid like when ai or like events car didn't those guys play like a like a oh they, USA so it was the olympic yeah so you had team oh. so typically with team usa you had like um the olympics was like the big thing right but like now they're doing like an actual like like world cup of basketball and they're trying to oh, make okay. that they're trying to play like catch up to soccer and essentially right where that is like kind of the premier event and the Olympics are, and you even saw this year, like Europe, like Europe had um the Europe League basketball championship. You had like Giannis playing Luca and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, like that was a that that was like a kind of a big thing, and it was like, oh wow, like you know, Giannis just dropped you know forty on I don't know, like Spain or whatever. Spain's actually pretty good. He didn't do that, but I'm still, saying, yeah, that's not yeah. I was <laughs> I was trying to pull up Lithuania. I don't know, but but still like. It's it's kind of the same thing, and I think the World Baseball Classic is falling right 
along um, with it, which at the end of the day, it's about growing the sport. It's about introducing it to new audiences and finding ways and yada, yada, all that yeah. positive stuff. You know what I mean? You know, I was saying when I was looking at, I was looking at the tickets for the WBC championship. Uh, I was like, man, do I want to pay that price to go to this? And like, it was a spur moment. My dad was like, well, you might never see those two teams in that situation again. And so I got them. So I would say if anyone even is listening to this and is thinking about going um, for this one, and it, it might be in a city somewhere near you, definitely go. It's a different atmosphere. Um, it's it's almost like a World Series game, to be honest, because it, it is a one-and-done uh, situation. So um, definitely recommend it if you have the chance to go to one. That's 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 the uh, yeah no I, we were in our in our infamous uh, group chat we were talking about that with the for the World Cup in 2026 is going to be in the United States so I think the closest game to me they're going to be playing games in Atlanta and I'm like I'm not even that super big into soccer like that but like the World Cup is the biggest sporting event on the face of the planet like I kind of just want to see that right like even if it's not like Team USA or whatever I want to see what that looks like same thing like with the olympics in 2028 uh shout out to you we're coming to we're crashing on your couch i'm trying to see zion where do y'all like where do y'all find the time to like follow so many sports and so many different degrees uh, like, well, <laughs> y'all be talking y'all talk about everything from like f1 racing to wnba basketball and then not only that sometimes you guys know like wnba summer league type stuff it was like I'm like, yo, how y'all gotta have like four or five monitors set up in the crib? Just like, nah, it's really a problem. I mean, you tell me you don't wake up, wake up at seven a.m. to watch a race in Dubai. You tell me, you know, <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate that, I hate those races a lot, bro. The next year they're going to Japan uh, again. Yeah, I remember one time at one a.m. I remember one time I hopped, uh, I was woken up, it was like nine a.m. I go, uh, I get on Twitter. And this is one of y'all was tweeting out, like talking about the race and stuff. How, like, yeah, <laughs> not... and and the funny part about that with like the racing is like we follow F1 fans that live out your way, like in LA, and so it's bad yeah. for us. We got to wake up at like 7 a.m. But I mean, imagine being three hours behind us to watch a race in like I don't know Bahrain. You're just like, it, it's yeah, love... it's not a good thing. Giving y'all props on, on the platforms, like y'all definitely put me on to F one racing. I paid, like I've never paid it attention before. So yeah, since I think your first episode was about F one racing, and like ever since then, like I come across it, I'll read articles about it, I even watch highlights on it, and so like y'all definitely put me on to it, and I see it starting to become more of a thing. I just saw, uh, I know Marquise knows, I don't, I don't know if you know, but uh, the uh. Uh, Miro from you know, RP yeah, yeah, yeah. Miro. He was yeah, out there yeah. like running uh media for the F1 racing, and I thought I thought that was pretty dope. So definitely yeah, a growing it, a growing thing. I feel like one of those weird people. Like I'm like, come come join this weird cult. Cause I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm like, because it's like, listen, it's racing, but it's not NASCAR. It's only like two hours long. Like trust me, it's sometimes. so interesting. Sometimes. Yeah. Like it's real trust. There's a show on Netflix. You should watch the show. Like I'm just everyone should watch the show. Everybody everyone. should watch the show. Even like, if you don't go to follow the sport afterwards, the show is a legitimate good watch. If you like um, messiness and drama, watch the show. Honestly, it, is wait, that is the show called the show? No, it's called uh, Drive to Survive. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Give just one episode, you're gonna be like, all right, I get it. It's so yeah. Cool. It's like it's like four seasons in now, I think, mm-hmm. and I, I think they're clearly on? like season six. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like so like. And it's funny, like, we, we watch a lot of sports documentaries. You talk about, like, how we, like, keep up with it. Me and Anthony watch a lot of sports documentaries. Just He's watching, we want you to watch one about, like, the Mariners, like, their whole, yeah, well, like. Yeah, I watch one about the Mariners, and uh, I'm still watching the Atlanta one now, the Atlanta yeah. Falcons one. I'm watching one about FIFA. Um, I'll watch one, like, we, I, we were talking about, like, soccer. Like, again, I'm not, like, super big into soccer, but I just come across them. I've watched I said so. I watched like five or six in the last year and a half because it's just like, all right, like I don't necessarily want to watch like I don't know a big like drama. And it's like late night. It's like let me just throw something on, and you know, there you go. Now you're like, oh, this sport is interesting, and it's. I think for us, like being like, you know, most of our sports, basketball, football, baseball, very very like American centric, <clears throat> but it's interesting to see how sports are done elsewhere, and like, what does it mean to play a sport, right? Like is the only goal to win a championship or is it to actually like gain something from it and you know like with f1 like if you come in third like that's a good thing heck if you come in like you know let's say you're not a top team and you come in fifth place like that's something to celebrate so it's like yeah they they literally call it the best of the rest so yeah they got the top three teams and we if you're not a top three team you want to be the fourth team and that's like that's like you just won first place, but for the midfield. And mm. that, they even call it that. They even call it the midfield. Like they're like, all right, these are the front runners, and this is the midfield. And then here's Nicholas Latifi. Like, good guy. <laughs> all right. But, mm. but um, you know, because of close second, I now know like the technology of tires. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, so does Rebecca. Like, yeah, aside from sports, y'all are like looking up like, like like tire technique, like builds and like giving sex. Yeah. I really want to talk about stadiums. I was just about I've, to say that we've been have trying a segment. to. I've been trying to talk about stadiums for a minute. We have a resting <laughs> segment that we haven't run yet about stadiums, and it is interesting. Uh, but no, it's just because like because I mean I, I mean for a lot of people, sports is just winner loser that yeah that which I get. But like, there's just so much. I mean, Jose, like, we're going. You know, shout out to Methodist and not shout out to certain people at Methodist. Yeah, I'm still paying. But like, the classes that we had to take, like, learning about, like, I mean, I'm sure you used it, um, like the different colors and just different, like, I don't, you really pay attention to like the golfers talking and like them, them talking about like grass that do you use yeah. on, a, on a golf course. Oh, golf course. The big argument you know? right now in the NFL with uh, turf. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be an actual grab. <clears throat> Having turf is dumb, right? If it's gonna hurt players, why hurt your product? That's just that's just business, man. But I digress. Um, speaking of business, Jose, talk to me about why. Segway. Can we? Can nice. We, uh, you got that can we? Okay, uh, so, so, <laughs> I, also, this is like a surprise to me because I saw a bunch of messages, but I was driving. I was like, I'm not gonna read all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Uh, so talk to me. Uh, can can we get can we get some sneak peeks? Can you can we talk about what we're working on or you know some yeah, so so I, I Colin don't even know I'm doing this, but you know sometimes he when you got the opp- <laughs> <laughs> when you got the opportunity to to maybe funnel some people over, I guess you can speak on things that you want to just put on the So we do about I'd say. We're almost out of November, so in the next three to four months, we have about five releases coming out. Um, 
which I don't even know if I introduced it. I got a clothing brand. Clothing brand's called Wise Mind Movement, um, or Wise Mind, however you know it's by, but um, basically a streetwear brand that is uh, based off of um, making rational decisions. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a mindset or mentality type brand um, where you're combining uh, rational decisions with uh, emotional decisions to uh, to kind of better yourself. So um, we have five releases dropping uh, within the next three to four months. Um, this Friday, um, I believe, this Friday or Monday, we're doing a re-release of our Wisemind bomber jackets. So I've had a couple people um, ask for us to restock on those. We've been out of stock on those for almost a year now. Um, we, when we originally put them out, we, we put out 24 pieces. Most of them sold right away. I was sitting on like a couple smalls for a little, a little while, but, um, so yeah, restock on our, on our state. That's called our staple jacket. Um, it's going to be a jacket that we sell, you know, for as long as the brand exists, it'll always be the, the, the face of, of our outerwear. And then, uh, following that, uh, we have two hoodies being released. Uh, in one drop, it'll be it's called No Handouts. Um, that's just coming from a background we feel like we're all parties uh, within the Wisemind family. We just we just tend to like want to work for things ourselves and we want to do things ourselves and and um, take no handouts. So we got two uh, hoodies called No Handouts um, with uh, all different hidden messages in them. Marquise might have seen these hoodies uh, a couple months back if I sent him mocks on them. But if he leaks them, just let him be known. You know, if cease you know and desist. But so that's the second drop. The third drop uh, after that, we're working on a mechanic jacket. So it'll be a thermal uh, jacket um, with the collar up top, kind of like you would find out an auto body shop. Um, our whole theme behind that is like, uh, no matter what you give us, we'll fix it. It's gonna have like some parody on the back, um, as well as uh, multiple patches on the front side. Can I interject um, real quick? Yeah, nice mechanic jacket. Can we do like a shoot where like I got one of those like wheel things up under my wheelchair? I'm like trying to like fix the tire or whatever. We'll put like soot <laughs> so, on my face, you know. <laughs> we'll we already like got a. <laughs> we got a skit. We got a skit in mind, and um, nice. I don't want to. I don't want to put that out, but you could definitely be a part of it. Just to let you know, uh, we we got we got uh Mark and Brandon acting in it. Oh, um, then tie me up. I just want to see that. The the oh. theme is it. The theme of it is like that that neighborhood mechanic you come across that like just upcharges for no it, reason. He's like, he's, he's like oil change three hundred dollars. Jose will be no. like, hey, this thing. you want to be in? I'm like, yeah, just put me in the background. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah. <a> fun <laughs> so we, we got uh, the uh, restock on Bomber Jacket. Um, and then before the year ends, two hoodies coming out. And then top of the new year, Mechanic Jacket. And then we have, we're doing a collab project with a uh, nail tech uh, for women's nails. Um, but we're going to make it a thing to even men are trying to rock the the streetwear pieces so um that'll have multiple items in it we haven't uh begun the process of actually shooting that yet but um it is in talks and it's definitely going to happen i love the whole 
behind the scenes for it. So uh, we're coming with like a early 90s theme to that. So we're taking streetwear, uh, collabing with nails um, with a 90s aesthetic. So um, that'll be at that'll. That, that that that'll be towards the end of January, um, and then going into February, we're spinning off the same uh, Wiseman staple bomber jacket, but it'll be red um, instead of black. And then we're gonna have um, the Wiseman logos on the front and back in a pink embroidered uh, pink cotton twill with a uh, white stitching around it. So, uh, and then we're gonna have a bunch of hearts like um twilled all over the jacket so uh yeah that's our next five releases between now and uh valentine's day uh, yeah that sounds like where can i get a vill shirt at you got any vill hats where the vill stuff at actually <laughs> actually you know what you know what we are doing a black friday sovereign monday sale this friday if you're subscribed to us you'll get an email whatever who cares about that if you're listening to the close second podcast We'll add an additional 20% to that. So the we're sending out the sale this uh, Friday through uh, Monday would be for 40% off. If you're listening to the Close Second Podcast, we'll do 60% off. Promo code Close Second Pod. So if you are listening to this, and I don't I don't know when the date of this is coming out. Hopefully, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. No, um, so if you're if you're listening to this, use close second pod C L O S E two N D P O D and uh it'll get you sixty percent off. And we do have some Ville Trucker hats available. Um we have a I just uh re-upped on Fayville t shirts, uh, which is you know, even if you're out I sell a lot of these outside of so the brand was founded in Fayville, North Carolina, and so this is like homage to um where the brand came from and um and yeah so if you want to uh cop that that will be up there as well for 60 percent off if you're listening and then uh other than that um the restock on our bomber jacket so it's your chance at getting that jacket at 60 percent off your first exclusive um <laughs> and you when they go, when they go again? one 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 more time where can they go to find all your clothes <clears throat> and all your uh our website is wisemindmovement.com. Um, yeah, pretty straightforward. And then all our ads on all our social medias is Wise Mind Movement. And if you have any questions, message me. I'll give you his personal phone number out. Um, <laughs> I just, anytime. He's on a three-hour delay. So if you could just, you know, hit him up at 5 a.m. Eastern time, he'll be up. <laughs> call him anytime. Um, Anthony, before we go, anything else you want to say, buddy? Uh, no. Nah. Not really. Um, shout out to uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, I lied. Um, <laughs> shout out to Friendsgiving. Shout out, uh, to, shout out to Alex for hosting it. But also, uh, shout out to Wise Mind. I know that sounds weird, but like, um, so I I've spoken on like about mental health on the on the podcast a little bit before. Uh, mm. Wise Mind is actually a thing that they like really try to help you understand. Um, yeah. in in uh, like uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, uh, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called DBT therapy, and uh, I I would recommend everyone go go check it out. Go check out what like Wise Mind is, and also 
what it has to do in relation to Jose's brand because I, a lot of it makes sense when you when you look at it. Appreciate that. I didn't know many like that's dumb that you even have that knowledge because when I first looking into it and I was coming across like the name like the means and I did come across like several probably four or five therapy type videos where it kind of like draws you through the process of uh the wise mind mentality and stuff i was like yo this is me like i like i i can i can envision how we can create some product that would be dope and like uh and and uh being a face of this so that's dope yeah definitely definitely tell everyone to check that out yeah and like always i mean to piggyback off what i'm saying like again guys i said this last podcast it's the holidays i know it can be hard I know, like, for a lot of people, this is not necessarily the best time of year. You're not alone. Listen, even if it's even if you don't know us like that, message us, man. Like, we can try and direct you to right resources and stuff like that because <coughs> it's all about taking care of yourself, finding your peace. Um, also, taking um, care I, of your people, taking take care, care of your people. people, setting up a good support network. Some, yeah. yeah. Um, hot take: Ham is better than turkey. It's the elite Thanksgiving meat. I'll die <laughs> on that hill. Turkey is a little bit overrated. And the look on Anthony's face right now. I'm sorry. Ham is better. I'm sorry. Ham is better. I'm sorry. I don't uh, have anything against turkey, but yeah. But um, meat is better, but not ham. Hey, hey, we're getting. That's why I'm doing this Thanksgiving. <laughs> doing none of that. <laughs> yeah. Now we decided to go right from. Ch- I have for sure. No, no, no. I know. I know. Oh, no, Marquis, yeah. Marquis. Oh, I've had. I've had what? Bed needing. I don't, uh, what is uh, per nil? Pork shoulder. Yeah. Actually, I have once. I have once, and that's not that. You have me a little. No, I've had pork belly. You know, like, yeah, this is my. Uh, we decided this year to go from. I'm just tired of cooking turkeys, so like, uh, we're like, let's do a pork thing and like, um. We don't obviously like have access to ingredients stuff we need. There's a Puerto Rican restaurant here, so we called them up today. Like, hey, y'all over on Thanksgiving? Uh, they're like, no, we're gonna be closed. And then we're like, you know what? Can we buy some frozen food from you? So we're gonna buy. We're gonna show up on Wednesday and buy a bunch of frozen food uh, that's already pre-made and, and throw down but empanadas and all that. So toast on it. That's amazing. But again, big shout out to you, Jose, Wise Mind, Colin, Ash, everyone over there. Um, Again, you know, even Alex and all the guys at Friendsgiving. Um, can we do Friendsgiving? Friendsgiving is turning into one of my favorite holidays. I suggest I'm, su- I'm super, super jealous that y'all got that. Like, I don't pull up. You know, next year pull yeah. up. Like, I'm serious. Like, I like that. Like, pull up. Like, I like it's it's dope. We play rock band. We make very inappropriate jokes. It's great. We play, we play a little basketball this time. We play a horse. Bit. This Last man year. DeAndre's ankle almost got. Oh my God, oh, DeAndre! Boy. He came so close. He's gonna hate this. This man was wearing Tim's and went up for a layup, and his body went one way. Out of, mm, it was bad. It was. It was almost. Uh, nah, yeah, I think that's up. dope. I, I think that's dope though. You had a uh, y'all, y'all group together basically, mostly y'all right together. Uh, I I enjoyed the group until after I graduated. Huh. Um, but yeah, I knew Marquise before <laughs> that, but that's about it. We had a parenting class together, and that's why we're so. You know, we had two so, classes. Thank you. <laughs> well, I know, but the parenting class that was the one that stuck out. All right, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. As you see, we have but, that anyway. But yeah, um, great times all around. 
Before we get off, I do want to say appreciate you guys. You know, I, like I said in the beginning, I listen to all the episodes pretty much. I've only missed a couple. I do hear, even if I don't tweet about it or hit y'all up, I do hear, um, like a couple of days ago, I was washing dishes. Normally, I, wa- I listen to y'all when I'm washing dishes or driving somewhere. And uh, I do hear the shout outs normally at the, the end of the podcast. So, yeah. um, y'all got a platform here. I appreciate the the knowledge and just um, even some of the arguments. Like, uh, most times you guys normally will agree or have a different view of things. Uh, I don't know if it's the last episode. Is it the last episode or the one before that? Uh, you guys were weighing heavily on, on different sides of things. It was with the Draymond punch. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and so I, I appreciate takes like that. Like, you're hearing it from a completely different perspective from two different people. So, um, love the platform. I tell anyone of my friends I know that's in the sports to check this out. Um, I'll continue to keep telling people to check it out. And, you know, just stay on y'all stuff and, and appreciate the work y'all put out. So, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I'm logging into Warzone right now. Also, yo, make sure to go follow. Um, what's Christian's? What's his uh Twitch? It's like uh, it's uh, Christian's Twitch is uh S T three A L T H X G G on Twitch. I don't know why we shout out, but you, I'm gonna charge you for that. That's not bad. You gotta change that up a little bit. That's not good for the SEO. And I know, but and that that's partially my wrongdoing. Like. <laughs> we want to keep it with stealth, but it's so hard. We have to think of something different and shorter because, like, I don't know. People just have we we changed it up like three times to keep it short, and like nothing. It was all being taken. Mm. Um, this is all a process. I know he's almost done getting his equipment, so he'll have like a full night nice stream set up with uh, the layouts and all that here soon. I'm watch Christian carry me on words now, um, and come play games with us. We say it all the time. Mind games. We out here. We playing games, and it's gonna be great. But anyway, guys, thanks. Thanks for listening. Um, I can't wait to uh, have you on here again. Um, anytime you want. Um, and yeah, it's great. You guys have a have a have a thirty two percent. Anyway, you guys have a great night. <laughs>